Hi, I'm Delene Allen, the networking queen. I love to connect people. There is nothing more wonderful than the human connection, the connection that can lead to incredible things, to love, to business, to make our lives just so much richer, meeting and connecting on a deeper level than, hi, here's my business card but making those human connections that can take you to magical places. Stay tuned for network equals net worth. I want to hear your stories. I want to share your stories. Good day. This is Delene Allen. Network equals net worth. Can't wait to introduce you to one of my most favorite people, Rosanna Pelton founder of Rosapel, a virtual executive assistant company taking care of all the administrative tasks so their clients can concentrate on their business. Nobody does it better than Rosapel. Rosanna was born into a military family and moved often. Oh, how I understand how you feel. So at an early age, she learned to adapt quickly to a changing environment, the art of organization and how to integrate herself into a new community. An avid lifelong volunteer, she believes in giving back to her community, enjoys the people she meets from all walks of life. Rosanna started her career in Toronto as an office manager, legal assistant. She is now an accomplished and versatile executive, office administrator and manager, having honed her many skills through professional development courses, volunteer work, and the broad level of experience and knowledge of managerial requirements attained through her diverse employment in the private sector. Here's the best part. During a motorcycle ride to the East Coast, Rosanna fell in love with Halifax and relocated here in 2002. And we are so lucky you're here. She has a strong sense of family with her husband, Harry, two stepchildren, Robin and Ben, and established lasting roots here. Opening her first part-time business, bedazzled in 2006, Rosanna showcased her artistic side by providing jewelry, making workshops for fun and wellness for the young and young at heart. Rosanna was motivated to establish Rosapel to meet the growing demand for executive administrative services for small businesses and busy professionals. And let me tell you, you want to get it done? She's the one. Rosanna, good morning. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you, Delene, for having me here. I, I really appreciate it. I can't remember. I think it was Sharon McVicker who introduced us, but I like to think that was really my lucky day at Northwood when we had that uh, little spring fair where we got connected for the very first time. Remember and, it well. Yes. And from there, that relationship started. So I think you and I have a little bit in common. Tell us about your earlier life. Well, my earlier life was about... Um, you know, living in a place for one to two years, then packing up and moving sometimes to a whole new province and having to start over again. You know, you, you didn't know when you were going to move next, so you had to make friends quickly. So I, I guess at a young age, I just kind of developed networking techniques and, uh, you know, just they followed me through life. Exactly. And so early on, um, I think you were you living in Cornwall? Uh, we were in Petawawa. Petawawa. And then you got on your motorcycle. I love that motorcycle, babe. And where did you go? Uh, Petawawa. Um, well, I'm born in New Brunswick, so I am from the East Coast, then to Germany, then to Petawawa, 
then my dad actually retired from the military and moved up to Northern Ontario in Sudbury to be a miner. So, and even once we got to Sudbury, we moved a lot. I think it was just in my dad's blood to move a lot. So I got to know a lot of Sudbury as well. And uh, that's where I, I kind of say I grew up and got to develop me. But you got on a motorcycle and went off to Toronto, not knowing a soul. Not knowing a soul. It was a wonderful experience. I, I was so excited to go start my life after college. And um, I, I moved into a house with a, a couple of guys that I didn't know. They were wonderful people. And they introduced me to their friends because they knew I had none. And, uh, and before long, I was introducing them to people. <laughs> Excellent. And so your background was really in the legal industry, right? Yeah, that's where I started my career. And what I went to school for was to be a legal assistant. I've always had a drive for um, helping people and uh, for organizing things. And, you know, just, just, that's all, it's just in my blood. Exactly. System, system, systems, and you are amazing at that. Uh, one of the other things that I love about you, Rosanna, is the fact that, you know, you're not daunted if you walked into somebody's messy office and when you leave, it looks absolutely pristine with a, with a way of doing things that just makes it easy for people to follow your systems. So you worked in that industry, but you've also been a lifelong volunteer, haven't you? Yeah, yeah I started volunteering like when I was in my early teens. Um, usually with helping with groups or um, some sort of craft or just uh, organizing some sort of event for them, anything like that. And uh, I love volunteering. It's, it's a great way when you move to a new community to meet the people in your community, to network, to find jobs, to, to just to have a wonderful life. Exactly. Oh, and enhances it in such an amazing way. And thank goodness it was volunteer day yesterday. Um, and so you say, what would the world be without volunteers? So you were a motorcycle enthusiastic enthusiast and you loved uh, the office work that you did, but what happened a few years into that career? What were you saying to yourself that made you decide to try something new? You know, since I was young, actually, when I was in college, they asked me, you know, what do you all plan on being like when we finish our course? And I said, well, eventually, I'm going to be the CEO of a company. And they laughed at me. And I said, I don't know why you're laughing at me. I think it's very easy, you know. And so I always wanted to work for myself. Um, finally, the opportunity presented itself. And of course, my title became CEO. <laughs> so I did what I said I was going to do. <laughs> wow. That is very brave, very brave. You know, I, I love people who move to Canada, um, you know, and bring their whole life in a suitcase or whatever. So here you are, you're decided you would take a visit to Nova Scotia. What, what made you decide Nova Scotia? Well, it's, it's where my family's from. My dad oh my. was from here. I'm from New Brunswick. So I had a lot of roots here and I'd been here throughout my life and it just, you know, we were, someone was going on a motorcycle trip and I said, oh, can I come? And, you know, just kind of tagged along. And, and as I rode, literally rode through Duke Hill going down, I was looking for the Discovery Center and uh, I just looked around and I went, I want to live here. And through the rest of the trip, all the way back, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Within two years, I had everything planned. I quit my job, packed my bags. One more thing you want to add from the early part of your, your life um a, a story that you want to tell i think starting to volunteer at a young age is what kind of primed me for my future 
I've always enjoyed working for nonprofit organizations. And again, I think that goes back to my volunteering networking. Although I'm a learned extrovert, I believe, I do enjoy networking. I enjoy meeting people, developing relationships, getting to know them. And, you know, and when, when they come and ask me how I can help them, I love trying to figure out the best way to make their life the easiest. If only the whole world did more of that, Rosanna, what a difference it would make. And, and again, just knowing you and the person that you are, you just have such a big heart to help people. And, you know, again, to me, networking really is making that human connection first. You know, if you can start a relationship, finding something that we have in common, to me, the conversation is easier, the ability to, to eventually do some business, but why not learn first, if you like the person, you know, have, have the ability to just have a nice conversation. Cause I know that anytime we get together, you know what we're like, we're just so excited to see each other and so excited to pick up on what's new with each other that it's never been a strain. And, and that's why I love um, and, and again, you're so good at connecting people on so many levels, you know, with your love of pets, with your love of volunteer, with your love of nonprofit, um, and taking something complicated and making it easier. To me, that, that's really one of the things. Why do most people hate paperwork or meetings or things like that is because they think it's complicated, but you've got a system and systems are magic, aren't they? They are, they are. And, it, and it's just, and as well, I get to draw from my background. I have a legal background, nonprofit, worked in education. I mean, you know, I've had a few years that I've been out there and through those years, I needed extra challenges to learn new things. And so I would move from profession to profession. Um, doing what I do is the same, no matter who I work for. Um, and the key to everybody's company is through their filing. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Organization. Yeah. But certainly from an introvert, you are such an extrovert. When I think of when you worked with the tour company, downtown Halifax with the cruise ships, oh, my goodness, the people that you would have met. Oh, phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just it, it's like you have that absolute enthusiasm for just life and making that connection that again, um, you know, it can only be maybe a five minute chat with somebody, but you remember it forever, right? And, and that was a really unique experience and wonderful experience for me because um, I got to communicate with a lot of local small businesses throughout Atlantic Canada to see how we could make a tour work and then try to sell it to the cruise lines at that time. And so, you know, it was, again, doing something for my community, my, my home. And, uh, you know, that was, that was a great opportunity. There, well, you know what? They all have been great opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Well, but here's the thing. It's that personality and passion for what you do that makes the opportunity that much better. When was the last time you had a look at your home and auto insurance? Colin Olry from Cluett Insurance can certainly give you a free quote. It never hurts to really, really have the customer service from somebody like Colin who loves what he does and wants to make sure not only are you getting a great rate, it's to make sure you get the proper coverage when something really catastrophic happens. 
One of the things that I have learned as executive director of BNI is rate is not everything. It is knowing that you have a company who stands behind you, not just when they sell the policy to you, but when you actually need to make a claim. I highly recommend Cluet Insurance and Colin Oldreep as somebody to take a second look at your policies and make sure you are covered in the best possible way. So Rosanna, we're back. So you know what? About the time I met you, that's when you really became your first CEO. And I love serial entrepreneurs because there's been more than one. So tell us about your first venture into uh, entrepreneurship. Well, it was scary. Um, I remember sitting on the Citadel Hill, trying to work on my first business plan, crying, going, what am I doing? <laughs> but I did it. I persevered. I made it through that business plan. I still have that business, although it's a part-time one. I still have my love for that. And it was really my first entrepreneurial experience, kind of. Um, when I was younger, I used to work for myself and I go to all the people and see what I could do for them. I used to help some people cook. I used to help some people do laundry. So I think I have been a serial entrepreneur in my life. <laughs> but um, I, I missed the administrative world. So I went back to working in it, doing my first business part-time. And then I thought, you know, there's so many people out there. I had so many entrepreneurial friends and I'm like, who does your administrative work for you? And they're like, well, nobody, we have to do it ourselves. And I thought, wow, there's a bunch of people out there that I could help. Yep, exactly, exactly. But isn't, isn't that amazing how you see one opportunity? I think that that's really the true entrepreneur when it's like, oh, okay, I started a business. Oh, I see this opportunity. And tell us how from, from when you've started, because the growth that I see that you have done, not only personally, but also how, especially during something like COVID, how you totally transformed what you're doing. Again, because I like to organize for people and just make sure that their life is running easier. I have to kind of keep up on, you know, what's going on in the world, keep up with my skills and COVID definitely threw everyone for a loop, uh, you know, and we had to kind of get on fast and kind of go, okay, what am I going to do now? Fortunately, having started being a virtual assistant five years previous, I was kind of a little bit of head, but it brought a lot of people, um, it brought working virtually into the spotlight. So then people understood what I did, right? It's like, I could work from anywhere and make sure your work is done. Well, it, and really when you think about it, thanks to COVID, they appreciate the fact that you can work remotely, likely even more. And I think it's gonna be the way of the future. I think big companies are gonna realize that their staff actually get more done working from home because you have less chitter chatter with, with people around you, less distractions. It's, and then the employees or people like myself, entrepreneurs, we're much more relaxed, which means we work more, we yeah. work better, we, yeah. we get more accomplished in less time. Yeah. So again, good old networking. And one of the things that I have seen you do is let's say the menu that you offer, the selection or options that you offer to busy entrepreneurs, professionals who need a virtual assistant, give us kind of a menu. Cause that's the other thing I love about you. It's almost like if somebody called you and said, 
I need this, this, and this, and you'd never done it before. Tell us what your reaction would be. Well, first of all, I would let a client know if I hadn't done it before. There is not a lot of administrative tasks out there that I have not done before. Um, you know, like I say, it's 38 years um, in the field. So a lot of different professions. I've learned a lot over the years, but I am willing to learn anything. I'm a quick learner. Um, and if someone's willing to give me a shot within, you know, no time, it'll be running smooth, efficiently. Exactly. But that I think is one of the things you actually really, really love where other people maybe have called some other people and they go, no, can't do that. Can't do that. Rosanna's like, hmm, I like that idea. And so tell us that you've gone from administrative to tell us about the St. Patrick's Day Parade, because I think that is oh. such a great story on how you have been flexible with your business and networking. Well, I, I'm very lucky that one of my uh, one of my clients uh, hires me to do um, some um, some event management stuff for her. So, and 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 through the years of working for her, she has passed me on a couple of of uh, clients here and there. Uh, one was the Celtic Halifax Celtic Festival, which we turned into a five day online festival, talk about learning new things. And for everybody, the whole music environment, um, everybody, we were all scrambling, but we did it successfully. It, it was wonderful. We had jam packed. And then from that, the St. Patrick's Day Parade, they needed a way to figure out how to turn their parade into a uh, live online event. So we did with their committee, did a little bit of search and decided that, you know, having a uh, an online parade, taking footage of past parades, pictures, turning it into video, um, interviewing people on how it got started and making it into a documentary just seemed like the wonderful thing. We were very lucky. The board was, uh, the committee was very involved. And uh, one of the members, um, he was the voice behind the documentary, Jerry. He was wonderful to work with. We learned so much from him and it was such a success. And that is now something that will be part of their history. And it will also go through, um, you know, it might be replayed a few times, but we have all that, that information down now in a very enjoyable format to watch. Well, then when you think about it, I mean, to do away with a parade when it's got a tradition in a community, but to be able to do that, I mean, what a fabulous thing to post on Tourism Nova Scotia or something. Again, what a great community uh, spirit there is out in Eastern Passage where you live. And so um, tell us some other things that you see opportunities for, um, for people needing virtual assistance. Some of the other things, because your, your menu is phenomenal, like an AGM, for example. Um, yeah, preparing, you know, all AGMs, most of them are moving online. Um, you know, we have the capacity to set up it all virtually, um, arrange everyone call in particulars, take the minutes of the meeting, disperse them to everyone after the meeting. Um, there's so many different options virtually. Some of my clients, you know, have just a you know, they're so overwhelmed with so many different tasks. When you're an entrepreneur, you do everything, you wear all these different hats and they miss things. There's a lot of emails coming in. So I provide morning email service where when they wake up in the morning, they go to their email and there's a two week running list of their schedule. And for all their different clients, 
what's been transpiring, what are the next steps, their emails are organized, they know which ones to apply to, to, to reply to first. It, it's a wonderful service and the feedback I get is it was amazing. They're just on top of things. They're not feeling as overwhelmed. They're not as stressed because they have to go face that dreaded email, which we all know can build up so quickly. Well, and, and then other things of, uh, well, certainly Celtic colors or Celtic. The Celtic, Halifax Celtic Festival. Halifax Celtic Festival. Um, so great to see that musicians still had a platform to entertain. And so is that an annual thing? That is every year it happens the last weekend of January, starting the Wednesday and ending on the Sunday. And uh, it's beautiful Celtic traditions of all the different Celtic here. And, and they also have a, a wonderful website that they're developing that encourages all different uh, communities of different nationalities to kind of come together. It, it's, it's a wonderful, it's the Celtic, uh, Celtic Cultural Society of Nova Scotia is the ones who put down that parade, uh, that, that uh, festival every year. That is amazing. And certainly for, for people in the entertainment industry to still have a venue and a platform, a uh, huge opportunity to gain something that people can continue to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. And, and another thing that I find for people is um, when they're bringing on, they're growing and they're bringing on staff and everything, they don't have standard operating procedures done up. They don't have a, a, an office manual of who does what, where do we contact, all that kind of information. It's all scattered. Taking all that information and putting it into manuals for people has really helped them a lot because they don't have to think about it. When they get a new staff, they're just like, oh, here you go. These are our rules. This is uh, you know, what you need to know. It's very handy taking all that information and organizing it in a, in a readable manner and understandable manner so that people can pick it up quickly. Exactly. Now, the other thing I love about you, Rosanna, if we want to talk a little bit about networking here is you are not shy to reach out, phone, connect, are you? That if you need to meet somebody, so have you got any, um, any suggestions on how people can uh, interact, let's say even on, on LinkedIn to make some uh, meaningful connections? Well, um, it's funny, I am a little bit shy, but networking, it doesn't really come naturally to me and I learned it. So I have little steps that I take. It's like, you know, just take a deep breath and just say, I am who I am. And I just go out and represent myself for who I really am inside. Um, trying to be somebody else or to impress people doesn't work. I just want to go out and meet people. I want to find out about them. I find um, one of the best things I ever did was uh, uh, read the Dale Carnegie book when I was 19, moving to Toronto, how to make friends and influence people. And I will never forget that book. And I practiced it in the elevators in Toronto. When you get in and you say, good morning, and you smile. And people are like, what? Is she crazy? You know? <laughs> After a while, they got to know me and everybody was saying good morning in the elevators. And I got to know people. So, you know, that book has stuck with me. And I practice those things. People want to talk about themselves. Ask them something about themselves. Find out, do they like golfing? Do they like basketball? Do they, do they like reading books? What type of books? You know, just starting real conversation with people usually helps. 
Uh, and yeah, find the human connection and things will go from there. So uh, you've got puppies, you have fur babies. So taking your dog for walk, is that a great way to meet people? Yeah, yeah, down in Shuby for sure. There's lots of dog owners and dogs there all yeah. running around wild. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but same thing. A conversation can start and you never know where it will lead. And certainly again, if you've got a puppy and they've got a puppy, there's automatic connection. That's right. Yeah, excellent. So any last minute tips that you would love to share with somebody about the importance of making connections, networking and developing a network? Developing a network is one of the best things I've ever done. Um, just, you know, seeing, you know, if people need any advice, I, I'd love to share with people. Um, being there if they if they actually need my services. I, I really love helping people. And networking has led to that. I opened my business five years ago. And I have people contacting me that I met five years ago that they've seen my post. I I friended them on Facebook. So it's like we're still creating a network, write to each other once in a while, respond on posts, say hello. That's that's actually a great way if you're shy to do it. Reach out, comment on LinkedIn on people, share their posts, let them know that you're watching them, thinking about them. Sometimes you don't even have to say words, you know, just to, just to share lets people know that you respect them, you're thinking about them. Exactly. And boy, if everybody did a little bit more of that, wouldn't the world be a different place? Thanks so much for listening in to Network Equals Net Worth. And your network is one of the most important things that you're ever going to build as far as your life and your business are concerned. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening. What you like best? about today's conversations and the connections that lead to miraculous outcomes. Leave a review. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to share your story too. So why not touch base with Delene Allen on Instagram and we'll keep the conversations going.